I have to first start off and apologize for the sound of my voice today. I participated in our first in-person event this year, and unfortunately, one of the downsides of being back out showcasing in the public is that you get sick. So you will just have to bear with me. Um, today's episode is short, so we will get through it together. And um, yeah, here we go. Welcome to the Voted Least Likely podcast. I am your host, Leah Yard. I'm a high school dropout who accidentally became an entrepreneur after spending over a decade working minimum wage jobs, having a complete mental breakdown, and losing all confidence in myself. I somehow started a successful jewelry company. I am the least likely person to have ended up in the fashion industry, the least likely person to have overcome crippling anxiety, and the least likely person to have ever had the confidence to share my story. And I know if you are here, you've likely felt something similar. This piece of internet real estate is a place for us to share how we overcame our own obstacles and found a place to thrive, even if it was the last place we ever thought we would end up. We are talking all things related to failure with a little sense of humor on the side. It's time to expose the narratives we tell ourselves and the ones the world places on us. This is the Voted Least Likely Podcast. I wanted to talk about one of the ways I have really grown my business and my community, and that is through collaboration. So in doing a lot of collaborations, I have also learned a lot. And of course, you learn from the failures. So I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things I've learned by doing the biggest failures and experiencing some of the worst collaborations in my career. So as I mentioned, it's a huge part of how I grow my business. It's also how I learn new ideas, stay relevant and inspired and really build connections. But they can go really wrong. And though I am very lucky to have had the honor to team up with some of the most incredible brands and influencers over the years, there have been some partnerships that fell apart last minute, projects that never made the deadline and just relationships that really left a bad taste in my mouth. So Today, I'm going to talk about the three things I have learned from failed collaborations. So the first thing is, not everybody shares the same values as you. And I know that that sounds really obvious, but I think so often we assume people will treat us the same way we treat them. Um, even everybody has a different idea of what being professional is, what's appropriate, what isn't. So it's really important to do your research before you team up with somebody. In the past, I made the mistake of making these assumptions and assuming everyone is on the same page. And, you know, I, I took someone's online persona as their true self. And obviously, that's just not realistic. A while back, I teamed up with somebody who has a very large following on social media, and their presence online is so supportive and warm. But behind the scenes, when we actually did the work of the project together, their behavior was very different. They were rude and wildly unprofessional. It was such a shock to me, but I had based my opinion on them by just consuming a very curated version that they post online. So it's important to make sure you're teaming up with like-minded people who share your same values. 
This is especially important important when you are collaborating to grow your audience together because the community that you have built is it should be your biggest priority and these are the people who have supported you and cheered you on. So if you expose your audience to someone who isn't aligned with the values that you've practiced for years, you can end up tarnishing the relationships you have with your own community. If you met someone that you couldn't trust, you wouldn't introduce them to your best friend, right? So this, the same should go for how you treat your audience. Be very careful who you expose your supporters to. And remember that when you are collaborating, don't be dazzled by big follower numbers online and things like that. Those are vanity metrics and they honestly say nothing about how someone treats other people. And once you have an audience whose trust you've earned, you don't want to risk damaging that relationship just because you teamed up with the wrong person. It's just not worth it. So do your research. Take the time to find out what drives the people you are teaming up with. Look at past collaborations they have done. What kind of language do they use when they're talking to their audience? Get on their email list and see how they're showing up for their audience. Trust me on this one. It's better to put in the time at the beginning. The next thing that I learned the hard way was a really difficult lesson. So not everyone values what you are offering. I have reached out to larger brands for partnerships and I often get turned down because I'm not a big enough brand for them to team up with. And that's totally fair and understandable. When I reach out to someone who is more established, I make sure I explain the value that I can bring to the partnership and just make sure that they are aware that I know they are further ahead, basically. This ties back into values because there are a lot of larger brands that are excited to team with team up with someone who might have a smaller size business, but as long as there is value added, they'll be excited to do some kind of collaboration together. And I do think it's important to aim high, reach out to brands that you admire and make sure your contribution is enticing to them. I mean, unless you're pitching to like a Nike size brand, you've always got a shot. Collaborations are about relationships, so start with an introduction and build the connection from there. These things often just take time. Another thing to remember that is important, we never know what someone's journey is going to be like, so when I get pitched by a smaller brand, I don't ever write them off. If they aren't the best fit, I will let them know, but never underestimate where someone is going and what they're building. If a smaller brand has an amazing product that is a good fit, the founder is building their business with integrity, I'm 100% excited to work with them. I don't need a huge social media following. I know that that doesn't always mean anything when it comes to the future success of a brand or what or even how willing they are going to be to collaborate and how hard they're going to work to make whatever project we're working on a success. So if you are smaller and reaching out to a brand that's further ahead than you, be aware of the gap and make sure your offering is attractive to them. You can find ways to add value to the collaboration and start building the relationship. And just remember, rejection is part of the process. And no now doesn't mean no forever. Just be kind, professional, and consistent. The final thing I learned was to not put all your eggs in one basket. I had a very large collaboration fall through and it was actually the thing that gave me the push to start this podcast. I had been working with a couple of other brands on a big project that was about six months in the making. I was one of the smaller brands in this collaboration so I had been doing most of the work. 
that was my value add. I was happy to do that and I was excited about what we were building. I had created an entire funnel system. I'd been communicating with both brands to secure everything. We we're all set to go. I was just waiting on final graphics from one of the brands and I hadn't heard back for a while and I was getting a little bit nervous because the deadline was creeping up. So I touched base again and they just let me know they were no longer going to go forward with it. I was so frustrated, not only because of the work that I had done was now a complete waste. I had to relay this information to the other brand and I had to let them know that the project we'd been working on had come to a halt. And I'm a big believer in taking responsibility. So I didn't go and just blame the other brand. I didn't talk negatively about them to the other team, nothing like that. I just said it wasn't going forward. I took responsibility. I apologized. I kept it professional and just explained that, you know, I was aware this had disrupted their marketing calendar and I was just so sorry. But that's really frustrating to me because I work really hard to build relationships. So then that somewhat tarnished my relationship with that other brand because somebody just decided they weren't going to go ahead with it. So the lesson here was that I spent those last six months focused on this one big collaboration. And I think it's really important to focus on projects and make sure they're executed with excellence. But you have to keep expanding and bringing in new opportunities because life happens and things unfortunately do just fall through sometimes. After this project failed, I was so frustrated. I felt really taken advantage of. I felt led on. I felt wildly undervalued. I was pissed. Like, there's no way around that. I was pissed. So I took that frustration and I started this podcast. I needed to have something I was in full creative control over and a space I could share the real ups and downs of building an independent brand because this is one of those downs. These failures happen and they suck every time. It sucks to get rejected, to feel undervalued. So always have new opportunities on the horizon and continue to create something that isn't dependent on other people. Collaboration is so important, but I am a firm believer in creating independently as well. You can provide value to your audience on your own. This very podcast is designed to add value to someone on their entrepreneurial journey. I collaborate with guests who have wisdom to share, but if a guest cancels, I will still show up and share what I know to help you. So go build relationships, create partnerships, add value. Building a business is much better when it's done collaboratively and with great peers that are cheering you on. And when you find the right people who align with your mission, there is nothing better than that. Thank you so much for being here. I really hope this episode gave you a boost of encouragement to follow your own path, even if it's a little unruly or has a few more weeds than you expected. I would love if you could share this with somebody important to you. We never know who needs a boost. If you'd like to learn more, you can find me at www.leayard.com. And if you want to see a little more behind the scenes, you can connect with me on Instagram at leayard. And now I will leave you with this. We all have more in common than we do not. Be kind when you can, judge less, less often, and never ever underestimate your own potential. I'll see you next week.